No, I don't know. I, you guys love those action. <laughs> These are so. T- <laughs> I know it doesn't work. You're so when rigid. It's, I know. So you, you, uh, what's up, uh, cool kids? So pizza. <laughs> Do we all like pizza here? Was no. This Steve Buscemi no. Thing? Oh, no. What's up, fellow kids? <laughs> no, what's uh? Nope. Can't do the same thing again. <laughs> What what have you been doing today? No, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> What's the weather like oh, over there? Are we going to all play Anthem together is what I would like to know. No. Are we going to play Anthem together? Absolutely are we going to play Anthem at all? Are we going to get well, you really it? like you really like Thing, don't you? You're a Destiny head, right, uh, Kelly? Yeah, but just Destiny. Yeah, we haven't even played... I haven't played Destiny with any of the VGS people. No, he tried to play with me, and it was just... I couldn't get out of the oh, first God. area. Play with me. Okay. I'm so yeah. much more fun. Oh, wow. Well. Okay. <laughs> All right, we might be good at it. That's the... Oh, that's, that's the, the problem, right? Ooh. I don't like playing games with people that are good at games. That makes me feel uncomfortable. Why? Because then you, the expectation... You always end up... Pl- you always end up playing with someone that's better. I know, but the, like, but not like someone you know. Like if it's a friend, and then all of a sudden you're playing with them. I can only be the lowest common denominator in so many yeah, but, but Exactly. Destiny... I can't always be the low man in everything in life. Yeah, but Destiny is not about that. Like everyone's working together, so it's fine if you're like not the right. best shot. I'll jump into this, you know, this Marx's wet dream another day. This is Dialogue Wheel, uh, the show where we take a very complex and oftentimes multifaceted issue in the video game industry, distill it into one fancy-dancy little resolution, and then I have uh, myself and some more game-minded folks from the VGS crew talk about it and try to figure out which side they land on. I've worked in this industry, in the news side of it, I'm a radio show for over a decade, had the opportunity to speak to a lot of people that make these games, especially those from Bioware. On my left, I have Mr. Zach Fanny. I say on the left because of his ideals and who he is. You'll appreciate that, that Zach. <laughs> there we go. He's been with me on this for over a decade. Hey, I don't want to be on the right I know. Well, like, you know, I was the joke would be You're like... on the further left. Yeah, side. see? Okay. You kind of ruined okay. it, but yeah. So Zach's a prof. He tries to give us just a tinge of that academic credibility when he uses words like Nadir and we all nod and look at the camera and be like, yep, this is it. I learned a good <laughs> word today. It's a musical today. term. What'd you learn? A new, new word today. What'd you learn? A toxinous. A toxin. What does that mean? A, a toxinous. Oh, thinness. Kind of weird. Like, 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 like Bartholona? <laughs> no, no, no. Like a hard C and then TH. A toxinous. It's like it indigenous. Toxinous. Another word for indigenous, but it's like a biological thing like an indigenous group to an area oh god or an ecosystem huh. yeah don't say that during this uh right. and right. yeah but you're you're into games you're big into uh the bioware stuff as well that's probably your your top dev developer right yeah like it's always about you know stories for me so bioware yeah. has been part of that uh, gaming the gaming meal mm-hmm. for a long time you mm. one of the earliest things we ever said was that i actually love liliana more than the people right yeah, I was at a low point in my life, so, you know, let's talk about that. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I think I just, I love the bi- my Byra romances more than my real life. <laughs> he did send me a message one day just Aww. being like, I love Liliana. I was like, who's that? I, yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Age, uh, I think we've all, we've all done that. Yeah, what was yeah, your, yeah. What was your video game love? That's a common thing. Yeah. Oh, shit. Callie, um, more to our, further to our left, we have Callie Lang, who's a little <laughs> bit new to the show, but she's a resident artist. If you're watching this on YouTube, she created all of our cute, cute faces. And uh, yeah, you've been with us for a few months. I didn't create your cute faces. They're already cute. Ah, oh, but the cartoon versions. You got to see these, Zach. You, you will not <laughs> believe. Said through gritted teeth. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you know what? She sent me the, what was the one critique I had about my images when you sent them to me, Callie? Uh, you said you wanted to be chubbier. <laughs> Because I didn't oh, you think, to be- yeah, I didn't. Think, I thought she was being too forgiving of my face. I said, you know, this isn't real to me. People are going to be like, who is that? I need put on the years of yeah of hardship and neglect. Yeah, I put see on that. no. You got no. It's just the joyful, you know, the joyful oh, face. Oh, the uh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. But not not everything's a fucking dead dog. But um, yeah, Kelly, do you have a romance in video games? Oh, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I always need, have. If you need I, to think, I always that have fresher than characters. Yeah. Uh, oh, I've had so many. I don't more even Morgan, eh, Fanny, than Liliana. Ultimately. Yeah. Ultimately, it's Morgan who yeah. has my heart. Yeah. That is. That is true. Mm-mm-mm. So yeah. let's talk about the destruction of Bioware entirely. Yes. Fancy, fancy, fancy. Unfortunately, yeah, no more romances anymore. Well, now it's just we don't know that, right? This week we're talking about the game Anthem. Our resolution, very, very clearly, Bioware's new foyer, probably their their biggest title that they're going to be developing, our resolution this week is, simply put, Bioware's Anthem will fail. For those that agree, I have myself. Those are against everyone else. So we have uh, <laughs> Zach Fanny and I'm Kelly Lang. This time. Yeah, yeah, it's not everyone against you, Kelly. It's everyone against me, as it should be. So I, I believe that it's going to fail and you guys think that there actually is some hope. And this is precipitated on a new article that came out this week from Jason Shear at Kotaku. He always has some connections at BioWare and is always willing to get some people to speak anonymously and say how terrible it is there. And basically that they're going to be pushing the game back and what this could mean for the studio at large. And yeah, what I'm trying to say, the big reasons why I feel so strongly about this is just one, the track record from the studio, the type of games that they've made in the past don't fall in line with what Anthem is. Anthem is essentially their take on uh, the destinification of games. It is what they're calling a shared world, a shared open world RPG that takes advantage of an open player environment like you would see in Destiny or other MMOs. You can fly in your mechs, you can run, and you can also swim, which is something I think we forget. There are mechs, of course. Yeah, there are mechs, and you're called a freelancer, which is kind of funny that even in this alternate universe, you still you can't get that full-time job. Gig economy, <laughs> even in our imagination. That's it. Everyone's like a little task rabbit that's just bringing, you know, it kind of is that. When you think about games, that's what you make do. Those, make those numbers go up. <laughs> See, I always thought that Anthem was like the AAA version of uh, Star Citizen. Like, Ooh. I thought that's what they were going for. It does look like that. But I think from yeah. what we've seen, from what the director, John Jonathan Warner, has shown us, it's a little bit more like just their version of Destiny. It's a third-person take of it. And, okay. uh, yeah, and the, the, the big reason why I think that's not going to work is because of the games they made in the past, what we've learned from this article, the problems they're having with the Frostbite engine, the idea that release date is being pushed back. What EA and Bioware tangentially doesn't really understand about what makes these games successful if we look at Destiny. And then finally, if we're dealing with the word failure, what failure means in the last few years when it comes to these multinational huge corporations is a very strange thing for our leftist brains to understand. So I think on that front, it'll absolutely fail. Uh, Zach, Callie, I'd love to know why you think this will succeed and why you're wrong, please. I mean, no matter how 
crappy it's going to be. I am pretty sure people are going to play it and buy it anyways. They're going to buy it and they'll be like, oh, this isn't what I want, but they'll still play it. They're still going to play it. They're still going to want it, want the story. There's, you know, whatever story the Mass Effect writer dude, what's his name? Drew Carpishan. Yeah. I mean, guy. why am I giving you points? What is this? <laughs> um, you know, people are going to still want to eat it up, even mm-hmm. if it's not good. They're still going to play it. Yeah. And even that, so it's like, that's the one level of the, is that I don't know if it'll be a financial failure. And like you said, in an era where we have like, you know, De- Destiny clones, running rampant i also don't think it'll be a failure as an artwork necessarily because it's really because it's so speculative right now you just have to kind of decide am i going to be a cynic or an optimist with this and if you know we're being optimistic it's taking advantage of games it's as a bad a medium word they can, <laughs> being optimistic yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well that's the thing everything else is so terrible and mm-hmm. we're in hell world 2018 so why not be optimistic with the things i want to use to distract me from that (laughs) and if we're being optimistic it means that like as a medium it's going to take advantage of the fact that games allow for a kind of uh you know interaction that you can't have on other mediums and if they're really you know clever and artful with this and that means that interaction is going to be part of the narrative in the story so it's going to be integral to the artwork they're making so it could push games forward ideally into you know their own kind of um mm-hmm. their own kind of space more than just having like an interactive movie so that's just me trying to be optimistic because it would be too that's dire very, to have to be very yeah. optimistic yeah <laughs> i mean we all, i think we all hope anthem's going to be like that yeah exactly, um, well, that's exactly right so I, that's the hope right so mm-hmm. i'll be you know hopeful for now from what we've seen that that's the case and maybe throwing you know more labor and resources into it um will help them get there as opposed to not so i think we don't have to be so stringent and strident with uh, this resolution quite yet. All right. So I just want to bring something to the forefront right now. The article that we did receive this week that cited a lot of failures already within the development cycle. It's the similar sort of things that we saw with Mass Effect Andromeda, where there's so much different changes that are coming in. It's such an excruciatingly complex game to be created. Uh, Direct from the article, a lot of the quotes are, the fall 2018 window was just never realistic that we're oscillating from this game is ruined and terrible to the production cycle will be terrible. So it seems like just as a work environment, it's not something that's working. And I, I pause it to you, both of you. We saw that with Mass Effect Andromeda. And in my estimation, I think I can say pretty comfortably that Mass Effect Andromeda failed as an art form and even in the corporate speak of failing financially. If this is mirroring the same sort of struggles that this company had before under EA, why the optimism when the information seems to indicate that you're just not being realistic? The corrosive market logic that we've seen ever since Bioware became part of EA and having to, you know, basically make all of their artistic decisions based on their financial quarters, as opposed to any kind of um, like actual ideal or goal that they want to have artistically. So, like, that's a really good point. But I mean, oh. to draw a parallel to a different example, I mean, you know, Spielberg and Jaws with Bruce the Shark, and it's not working, and it's terrible, and they're sinking money into it. You know, under that kind of pressure, you can create, you know, like gems. You can create really structured well-ordered forms of art they're going to have staying power and going to affect people in certain ways so i mean Mm -hmm. it's a bit of you know it's a bit of a gamble because obviously the system's very broken and i i don't even want to think about you know the the, how awful those developers lives are going to be 
being pushed to you know, churn this out. Um, and I think that's a bigger issue we have to deal with as a culture and, you know, as an industry. But I think, you know, the, these kinds of limitations and restrictions, that's where art really thrives. There's not really any art form that's had staying power in the culture that's had a completely smooth um, ride into mm-hmm. existence. Well, hey, so we, ne- we needed slaves to build the pyramids, but uh, <laughs> I like we wouldn't have those unless millions of people died. But I just I, I don't see I understand what you're saying. And uh, yeah. Kelly, you have anything to add to that one? Because, you, you know, you're a big destiny head. So I'd, I'd love to know your perspective. I mean, you know, I'm, you know, Zach, Zach is really optimistic. Well, be, you know, what he's saying is is pretty optimistic about, um, you know, the the game coming out not necessarily ending up failing. Like, I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know what the game is going to be like at the end, and I'm not even sure if it's going to. You know, I don't think it's going to fail sales wise I don't think it's gonna fail as a game but I think it'll it might fail some fans mm-hmm. um well that, that's kind of that's kind of my next point though is the idea that even if we do believe that there could be a diamond in the rough in this same development cycle that kind of led to a, a very shitty Mass Effect Andromeda that pandered to us even if we think okay maybe they got it this time because they got some great minds and they learned from their mistakes they can't beat off the fans so that's not a great sentence they they can't uh get out of the trappings well, that's the issue they can't do that <laughs> oh yeah that's the problem they can't actually help people that way but it's just the the fan especially video game fans can be so corrosive and so poisoning we talked about destiny previously on the show how bungie loved the ip of destiny but still, every sort of major fan group, you go on the Bungie subreddit, the Destiny subreddit, rather, and even uh, with popular media, the stories are about how upset the fans are because things aren't working. And that's under... It's really funny, though, because yeah. they're so upset, but they still keep playing. But they're that, that does poison the brand a little bit. That does put a pressure on Activision to follow through. And I think that pressure was already on Bioware with Mass Effect Andromeda because people got so upset and they didn't, you know, EA made the choice not to give them money to fix it. I don't think they could stomach another huge failure like that well, where the think. brand is hurt. Like, well, the point of Mass Effect Andromeda too, um, that's what worries me is because fans you know didn't like it and had that kind of backlash that they're going to really try to course correct too much oh, um, okay you know where and it's going to be something that's just complete you know very vague multiplayer pablum that's not going to be uh saying anything that's interesting or affecting at all and mm-hmm. i think for an art art form or artwork to be really worth engaging with it has to be risking something there has to be something at stake right uh, and that's really my worries that we're just going to get like a destiny-esque clone that won't really amount to anything other than here's another game where i can just make numbers increase mm-hmm. like a candy crush you know mmo type thing hey don't knock it i mean i try. feel like it probably is gonna be that right they're gonna want to make something like maybe the division and i th- what the division's still going right people are still playing it well, the it's div- not go ahead sorry as successful but it's apparently no. they had a big turnaround like they're saying how the the uh, focus on gameplay has apparently made the division quite a uh, a game now, like a year or maybe even more after its release, which leads me to my next assertion is the idea that these sort of game cycles, the, the, the gaming dynamic that we've seen previously, I think we mentioned a little bit, was that game development studios spent 
literally like $100 million and 30 hours a day for these game developers to create something that's magic almost. Like you think about what goes on the screen, it's a jumble of nothing that creates this just wonderfully put together experience. Now the dynamics are so changed, especially with Destiny and what we've seen, that that grind needs to almost never stop. And when you're dealing with things that Bioware does that are so high art, that are about things like suicide and death and and what love really is in games, and you can never stop creating because it's a, you know, it's ultimately a web that needs maintenance all the time. I'm having a hard time having faith that that will land and that EA will put the money into it to keep doing it. I just, I understand. Well, they will if, if like people engage with it and if, like Callie was saying, if it's not a financial failure and people do take to it, then they will, you know, invest in the infrastructure to maintain it and, and keep it going. That's why I mean it's kind of like it's a bit speculative right now to mm-hmm. to, to really come down on, on one side or the other. But I share your your absolute concern, especially as a medium now. If games are just kind of things that you are releasing at a point in a process that's you know much longer and more involved than we're used to seeing then you could like you're going to be seeing games that aren't quite finished and some of them are going to just collapse and fade away and then other people are going to be you know basically entrenched uh in in the labor of having to keep these these structures going for the rest of us so it's Mm -hmm. uh, yeah i'm not sure it's a great way to uh, it's a great model to divide like labor and creating. Then why do you think of, it? Uh, why do you think it won't fail then? Because you're kind of well, you're it could saying be, things. It for could me. be like um, you know you get more story in expansions, like the way mm. you know Destiny does or whatever. Like or you know, it, yeah, you get you get more story. So you play the game, you get you do the storyline, and then mm. people want more. So the expansion comes out, and they buy the expansion. And you know, if especially fans who well, desire done that. that right? style of storytelling yeah they'll they'll want to do it they'll put money into it even if it isn't the best game but do you think that bioware can maintain that they'll do it if they make money from it but that anthem does well i don't public's still going you just said that right like oh yeah an old republic honestly playing that uh i think i played my brother we went through it and doing even just the little stories that are in there like it Mm -hmm. was really quite brilliant and like it's, it's a studio that is capable of pulling that out right and i think maybe with a new ip that isn't tied to uh, any kind of mythology um, um or existing property it could really maybe do something new like that again like it could do you think the new ip helps it or hurts it in terms of its success i think it helps i think, I think it helps IPs, it right yeah. now yeah, yeah exactly. right now in this yeah. in this state that bioware is in mm-hmm. this ip this new ip definitely helps it Mm-hmm. Especially with a company that has such a good record um, with IPs, right? Like Mass Effect, Dragon Age, in general as franchises, yeah. they're at the top of you know gaming franchises. Yeah, um, I don't want to speak against myself, but also Drew Carpishan is the guy that creates new IP stuff, and he's the guy that exactly, made those yeah. dope stories in the older public. It was and, his name that I saw that mm-hmm. I, you know, made me have hope here. <laughs> you know, contrary <laughs> to my nature, because <laughs> it it's odd because I have both of you defending almost a a rigid capitalist product that is designed to hurt the people that make it and to keep 
taking advantage of players. Like the idea that there's going to be loot boxes in this, that the economy is shifting yeah. this sort of way. Like I got y'all yeah. defending that. Hey, we that. never said it was good. We just said hey. that it's going to succeed. It's still your optimism in art. failure, but a financial <laughs> success. <laughs> your optimism in art is causing you to betray your morals. So one win for Andy. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, I never said I was going to get Anthem. Would you get, yeah, that's an important thing. Would you get Anthem? I don't know. Well, I haven't got anything Bioware in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as I think it will fail, I'll absolutely get it because I'm still, like, a bit of this is erroneous because, like, you're right, yeah. Callie. So you're one of those people that I'll that back up uh, <laughs> yeah. my point. Because you are right. No, Callie, like... Peaks will still play anyway. That's you. That You're absolutely correct about that because it does have the Bioware stamp on it. But I do think that they're so poisoned now because people really attribute them to corporate greed because of what EA did with Battlefront 2. If a Battlefront 2 happens with uh, Anthem, would we not condemn that as a failure? We can say pretty collectively that Battlefront 2 is a failure by yeah, most Yeah, but people still play it. They used to fail it, but it's still considered a failure by our, like, even critically and financially based on their ridiculous ideas. Like, if that happens to Anthem, do you think it would be a failure? Well, what's interesting is that, like, the, the worst case scenario would be that Anthem is great in, like, an actual valid <laughs> artwork and everything. Yeah. But because of all of the, you know, public ill will that has been stored up over the EA's, you know, constant terrible predatory practices mm -hmm. that everyone just kind of ignores it and doesn't, you know, it doesn't do well financially. Oh, no. So this great thing fades away. That's so sad. Could Except the happen? fans. The fans will always love it and they'll be like, oh, this thing that died. I love it. Yeah, it's kind of almost, you say it's the worst case scenario, Fanny, but that's almost the best for us because it gives us like a magic jewel that hasn't been corrupted by. Oh, God, yeah. that's so hipster. Sale. It is very hipster because the idea like, no, the masses haven't got to it yet. We don't have these people calling me dick butt and all their things while we're playing. You Thank can get God. to that one little cave way at the back corner of the map like I did. Well, that is, that is how I like games. The idea that I'm playing something that I think no one else has played makes me feel like this is the game for me. <laughs> but I, I don't think I'm going to get that. That's the other thing. Like, that is what I've loved in um, Bioware games, more Obsidian games. But Bioware does a really great job of creating, like, relationships. So I look back on, even recently, with uh, Dragon Age Inquisition, and that idea of kind of a meta system and the, the overarching story, it really was very, very compelling to me. I just wish that this project, this experiment, wasn't being indulged. And that's something that we've talked about before. We can't change the, the past. But wouldn't it be well, so much better? What's your alternative that they um, Dragon Age. diversify the labor pool and they just, okay, just making a new Dragon Age? Yeah, I think they need to double down on Dragon Age. I think, like, look at our market system right now. If we have a really strong RPG, like, we've seen what God of War is trying to do and trying to make more of an RPG. We've seen what that uh, molester and now, corporate almost. greed David Cage is doing with his new game that's coming out. Mm -hmm. Like, also, yeah, terrible yeah, human yeah. being. But, like, I think they're trying to make, like, some really great stuff that's so much more of an RPG, yet the RPG makers are trying to make Destiny and, like, trying to make a bad COD ripoff in some ways. It just, it well, seems laughable default, to me. That's the default uh, model now is, is, like, action RPG. Like, it's, it's almost kind of poisoning the the medium a little bit because everything is is an rpg yeah. so if you're talking about like true rpg makers i mean I mean, let's just go back to obsidian and play their pillars of 
uh, eternity or whatever, right? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's well, uh, I, I, I am. See. So thank you. <laughs> oh, I am. There you go. <laughs> I think the I think the key that is in the name shared world action RPG. Yeah. So you know they've labeled on some other <laughs> adjectives. Fuck there. RPG's uh, the last word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's oh. it, if you want to look at it optimistically, I mean, this is something. How do you have hope, to... Zach? That's what I always wanted to know. Like just generally in your life, how have you had hope? <laughs> Well, if I make enough numbers go up in some areas of my life, like in my destiny power level or Mm -hmm. whatever, (laughs) then all the other declining numbers, like my bank account Mm. and, you know. General uh, like interests and Yeah, my interests and my cognitive abilities, and it balances out. I don't know. I think it's important to always have hope. <laughs> it's like that's a very uh, Princess Leia moment. Yeah, right? that <laughs> is. That is very much like Vader just killed me and Zach yeah. in the hallway, and now they just gave you the pod and saying it says Anthem on it, and now it's yours to take it away. It's like I gotta take you have it. Even it, even when it's no light. <laughs> so. I feel like a lot of this is because um, a lot of the the math, a lot of the the hard stats, I think are against both of you in this way of what we've seen like <laughs> you got the numbers on your side like we I, a little bit i think i do have a bit of the numbers on my side of what we're learning from the obsidian uh, the obsidian the bioware team that's working on this what happened with ea and mass effect andromeda what happened even in destiny and these kind of corrupt um gaming pools these fan pools even with all that i ask again how do you maintain this hope it's not it's not hope it's more that it, it, people will play it and we know people will play it so it's so. almost cynicism in your case is what you're saying i mean i don't know if it'll fail or succeed as a piece of art um but do you think it will what do you are, think i don't know i think it'll come out it'll be like we all agree it will come nor, out like average it'll be average it'll be like a destiny clone but people will play it is that a failure right? as a piece of art if it is a destiny clone I don't know. I, I'm, <laughs> it's your I don't, job I have, to know, Callie. I, I have not invested enough into Anthem to feel a, a failure of it. Interesting. If I, if oh, that so makes your benchmark sense. basically is just yeah, very yeah, low. yeah. That's so. We, I yeah. I only invest hope in things that are worth it. <laughs> oh man, you know, Bioshock, like Bioshock, but Bioware for me has always been worth it. It is like the Coca-Cola yeah. stock, you know. It's something that's in the creation of the systems that have led to like civilization. It's so fucking important. <laughs> Listen, this is where we live. <laughs> it was electricity, uh, running sewage, and, and Coca-Cola, then, uh, system, Coca-Cola, and Bioware. <laughs> if, but Fanny, I asked the question to you: if this was just a destiny clone if it if it was able to function like destiny but didn't have those fucking little special sauce that made bioware so tasty in the past <laughs> would this be a failure in your eyes i really think oh, yeah, that's the romance right I'm, I'm taking it as a failure and i don't really care how it does in the market really like yeah. that's the least interesting question i i think it if, if that's the case it becomes a destiny type clone it will be an absolute failure for the medium if not for the game itself so because it okay yeah. so well, you because you, it, it'll it'll just you know cater to that um that trajectory that mm-hmm. we already have that already has momentum right now where everything's just becoming massive online multiplayer esque or interactive where you have to keep um putting labor into it to keep the infrastructure alive for people to play have you know recurrent 
consumer spending opportunities mm-hmm. and all that kind of nonsense. Like it's just that's what games will become, and by an anthem could be a, a, the next chapter in our descent into capitalist hell world. It'll just be another <laughs> part of it. I mean, yes, it will add to it, which sucks. Guys, but, guys, you're know, on the side that this won't that fail. Big of a den. You're on the other side. You just said that this will add <laughs> to the hell world of capitalism. Well, if it, if it, it is, know, yeah, if it apes the destiny model, then yeah, I'm just hoping that because they're basically taking on a game that seems to encapsulate all types of games yeah. that may be with Carpition and, you know, like actual. Mm. Yeah. Jonathan Warner, the, the director is the producer and director is like a brilliant game maker that yeah. is, he said all the right things so far, you know, when he's been interviewed and talks about it, he, he talks about how this needs to be an RPG kind of first that's not what the cfo yeah, of ea yeah. is saying mind you yeah no and you know what honestly but then he'll I, try his best to push it right but that's and what then happened fans will appreciate it that's what happened in andromeda the exact same thing where the lower people that were building it said you know what i want the whole idea of uh colonization to be the prime motive of this game i want it to deal with those sort yeah. of things and then the white people that ran the company said no we're not going to do that it's going to be about like robot aliens <laughs> yeah, but, whites. but we this can't is say colonization is bad <laughs> <laughs> do you know where we, well, actually they're from Edmonton they're the white uh, like upper class in Edmonton Canada yeah, we're settler colonialists we can't go against this <laughs> like they look outside and they see how their colonialism is like hurting people today <laughs> so I can kind of understand that but sorry Kelly I, I uh, again was mansplaining to you what were you going to say oh uh, I was I was just going to say that this is the creator, though, that has this vision. True right? enough, yeah. That wants got, these stories. That's fair. Yeah. He'll he'll plant them in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like they'll be in the stories and the in the side quests, and it'll be there for the fans who want it. This is the other question, I, though. I agree with. Oh, well, go ahead. I agree yeah. with Callie on that too. It's like you have to put your faith in the artist, like not in mm. the product that a company is churning out. It's in the people that have a vision that want to say something with the medium that they're working in. And everyone working on Anthem has that quality. So I think, yeah. you know, that's why I'm hopeful is because I'm, you know, having my faith in the people that have given me experiences that, you know, uh, are totally unique. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But you measure that against the track record of the studio, everything not working, and even the fact that this game might not be the most optimal way to like even experience this. Because that want all those facts. <laughs> <laughs> if like, this do, fails, then I'm just gonna be like, okay, I'm never gonna be hoping for anything again uh, with gaming, <laughs> and I'll just accept you know these crappy, crappy games yeah. where I just make my brightness go up. Uh, it is like, kind of like that. <laughs> just, it's adjusting the brightness on your phone, but with more steps. But I get points for it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Give but me all the points. I want some scene you, points. I want some destiny points. Give me all the points. <laughs> I think your most compelling <laughs> argument so far has been the idea was that the whole thing yes, was everything you. you said, and I was wrong. Uh, it's yeah. the idea that this, if it does work, is going to work as Trump would say, "fucking big league." Like this is going to be big incredible. Big, bigly. Bigly. Big what did I say? Big league. I always he thought he was league. saying big league. He's saying no, bigly. Bigly. Big. L Y bigly adverb. Yeah, I thought it was like big league, like it's like a baseball. Anyways, so no, no it was dumb. It's than worse than that. The, yeah. I didn't even think it was like a metaphor. He just said bigly. Wow, no, he's just an idiot. Artist of figurative like, language. Whoa, yeah, I didn't know how that works. Anyways, if it this doesn't. does work out, it doesn't. it doesn't. Yeah, if it does work out though, like you guys were saying, the hope of that 
it will work in a way that we haven't seen in a game before because it'll have mm-hmm. all of those fundamental things that you talked about in Destiny that kind of make you itch like you need that heroin fix with all of those fucking beautiful moments from Bioware that I can remember right now. Like even the uh, the Trespasser yeah. DLC with Dragon Age when you figure out the yeah. whole story with Solus, mm-hmm. Solus rather, mm-hmm. like that is so powerful and something you remember, the Garrus Vicarian moments where you and Shep were there, or even the romances are like moments in games that get etched into your brain. I don't have those moments for Destiny clones or by a Battlefront. Yeah, they become part of the emotional fabric of your life. Hey, Destiny lore is insane too. Well, yeah, that apparently, isn't that a shame though? Like, why can't they put all that Destiny lore as the main focus in the game? Because you and all these other people love it. Because that's the style. No, that's the style. Like, I wouldn't want all of it right in front of me. Like, I love discovering it. I love... Like, you know, it's like in real life, right? Like the, the, no, but it's in like real life. You know, you get like, you don't just get everything all at once, right? You have to, why do I want games to be more like real life? (laughs) No, I agree. Like that, like Cal, your idea, that is, uh, that is great in terms of, uh, you know, emergent storytelling. I just think the, the destiny lore is uniquely awful that I don't, I don't want to know. Oh no, really? You just got to get into it. It's cracking. I don't know. My name is Bife. Watch, watch uh, his stuff. Against. Hey, don't promote someone else. Jesus. Okay. Sorry. Don't watch it. (laughs) Watch a VGS boss. B-A-W-S. Actually, the Callie did do a video talking about the destiny lore. If you do want to check it out here. Yeah. Check out, check out our. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I guess as a final sort of, because this has been just kind of an uncomfortable idea. What could they do? Because I think neither of us, anyone here, doesn't really think that they have the full support and this is going to be great and my emotions are with it. You're just being optimistic because of how beautiful this could be. Because of the potential and the human beings involved. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, I think would be enough. That includes the fans too. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what would be, let's deal with, sorry, Kelly, um, the most optimal solution here. Like what would be the best case scenario? Best case scenario is Anthem releases the way it does, but it does really well. People are all into it and uh, it tells good stories and, you know, the fans appreciate it and new fans appreciate it. And it does well and EA doesn't destroy them or whatever. Or burn them. Or <laughs> They're sent into the, the thresher mall. Incinerator. <laughs> into the Sarlacc pit. What's, what's, your, yeah, yeah. what's your best case for this sweet baby baby anthem? Um, well, honestly, that it pushes the gaming medium into a new space where it can kind of grow into its own medium the same way that, you know, the novel did... Uh, you know, centuries ago, where it goes to stops going from serials to something that's a legitimate art form that's not just for you know housewives to read during the day uh, and be scandalized. Like I think that shared world art <laughs> oh, Anthem. RPG, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anthem the, in the serial format. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I think Anthem because it's you know using some of this the, the popular mechanics we've seen in terms of the interactivity, the MMO aspects, um, but also having that RPG focus. Like you know uh, the director said i mm-hmm. think it could if they merge those two things narrative uh, and meaning and characterization into being part of a team with your friends and, and actually mm-hmm. forcing you to experience some things that are maybe uncomfortable um you know maybe exhilarating 
probably hopefully all of the above then it'll provide a model that other games can take and use to create artworks that will be you know the shakespeare's mm-hmm. of the gaming medium so right? the idea yeah, this could be clones. like this could be the doom that created everything this could be like how first person shooters were then a thing after it was yeah, started exactly. by like a, a, a legitimate new medium that was not technologically possible until yeah this moment so instead of world of warcraft saying, like, is a great example too of how yeah, they just change it, it to make mmos a thing almost exactly and this will either be the peak of this or you know the nadir of, of it all you know the end of bioware do you think they either succeed or they fail hard yeah and it's that really it's that it, it is like i'm optimistic but only because the only other option is that it will just be completely destroy um uh, not just the game but also bioware as a company so Mm -hmm. i like bioware i like the people involved and i want it to keep going so that's kind of why i'm you know for lack of a better option being optimistic about it yeah see i just think we should invest more in bitcoin make the planet go into heat (laughs) death and because we're destroying the entire environment then we want to have this problem no i I really do ea bills ea bills (laughs) that's it give me my ea money please yeah um yeah um no i i I see what you guys are saying it's such a beautiful beautiful world that i immediately want to go the other way with it but um i really want a game that is not as accepted by the community. I want something that like <laughs> you want the hipster I, thing. No, because the hipster thing was what no, like, <laughs> no, but That's yes, so true. I I want exactly. I want this game to be something that will not appeal to the Destiny fans, but will appeal to the Dragon Age fans. That will be someone. What if it does both? It's not going to do both. I mean, They're different fans. I mean, that for, Venn diagram for, doesn't doesn't what, mesh. For Bioware, I've been talking your time, Callie. <laughs> <laughs> for Bioware to, or for Anthem to succeed it needs to it needs to grab everyone see I, I want this to that's be that's what able, they think yeah that's what they think but I want them to be able to not get the casual fan base and still make enough money to keep trudging on and keep true to that clear artistic vision because this is like that's... the furnace <laughs> of where dreams die is you a know game what happens like if they do that? They fail. They don't fail. They succeed in my eyes, no, and that's all that matters, for, baby. For you, and then they crash. Okay, would you want it? Yes. Would you want? Yeah, I'm already Anthem saying yes. to be perfect. Yeah, absolutely. If bio, if Bioware got trashed after. You know what? We got we. I like I said, we needed slaves to build the pyramid. Let them all burn, so I can have this perfection. You want Bioware to burn all those people that created your beautiful favorite stories and they'll never be able to create more? Listen, Patrick they'll Weeks, be, I don't want you to have BGS a job. They'll, they'll have yeah, a job. they'll just come in. Yeah. They can always always go into this vein, under this tent. Anyways, that's Dialogue Wheel this week. Which side do you think won? Anyways. <laughs> uh, make sure you follow us if you haven't yet. Uh, Video Game Sophistry on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube, then uh, thank you very much. We do this show Every single week, uh, big thanks to Zach Fanny, Kelly Lang, and many other people that build this together. Uh, subscribe to this on iTunes if you are watching it on YouTube. It's a, a great little listen if you do have an opinion. And please tell us what you think will happen to Anthem and if it will fail. Uh, yeah, until next week, boys and girls. What do we want to talk about next week? If you guys got any ideas, please comment because uh yeah we want to sink our teeth into this we're a little reticent but i this actually turned out to be some fertile ground without a doubt the worst episode ever rest assured that i was on the internet within minutes registering my disgust throughout the world